Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. brown cow how now brown cow how now brown cow the human torch was denied a bank loan that's from anchor man <laughs> <laughs> very good <laughs> very good uh hey what's up y'all annyeong haseyo como estas sawadikab hola uh hi Hi, I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David So. Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods, the best motherfucking podcast in the whole motherfucking world. Better than No Chaser, better than Genius Brain, better than um, The Bear Cast with (laughs) (laughs) Gio. The Bear Cast. (laughs) That was a curveball. Better than Big Mood, better (laughs) better than all that shit, bro. Trash. Trash, garbage, we out here, bang, bang. Uh, What's up, man? How are you? You know, there is a very good question to ask you. And I feel that now we're at this age when we we first started doing content, right? Mm. We were one of the people that were watching us. And now that we've grown, we are now becoming like the the advice uncles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that a lot of like young, young men struggle with a lot, right? Is that is uh, picking style with their clothes? Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So when th- when that advice comes out, where we talked about, you know, we always talk about having confidence, swag, all that other stuff, right? And I think that what women notice a lot about men is like how they dress, mm-hmm. right? So if you were to ask, like, or if a young person was supposed to ask, listen, I dress like trash. I don't got any good clothes, right? What are like ten pieces that I need to get to start a wardrobe? Mm. Okay, first of all, this is a very interesting question. Because I feel like you are somebody who has your own style and you do it very, very well. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I agree. I don't, you know, I do follow trends, but I also just kind of like to do my own shit. Yes. Let me throw a couple caveats into the mix real quick. I realize I'm a grown-ass man and uh, I I don't necessarily dress like a grown-ass man. Like, because people be like, I get the occasional comment, Tim, bro, why do you dress like you're still in high school? Like, first of all, I rap and make jokes about my penis for a living. You feel me? (laughs) I'm not about to fucking put on a shirt and tie and a button-up shirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, Do you say that to Pharrell? I, exactly. I did not drop out of college so I could put on my fucking buttons, all right? I wear what the fuck I want, dog. (laughs) 
All right, I pretend to be a rapper for my life, okay? So he still comes up to me, asks me if I want to buy his mixtape every day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, my man, you like hip hop? He's like, bro, we're friends. <laughs> um, second, hey, you like hip hop? You like hip hop? My man, my man, my man, you like hip hop? You like hip hop? I, I fucking hated that shit, dude. It always made me nervous. I want to be like, hey, man, just get a SoundCloud, man. <laughs> this is not the way. <laughs> You know there's Spotify? Yeah, dog, there's different ways. You don't have to be out here all day doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's the first caveat is that like yeah, yes, I, I don't I don't dress like, you know, quote unquote my age. Um secondly, second caveat is that um I'm a fucking dad now and also like I'm not trying to impress anybody because one really annoying comment I got on the last episode of No Chaser, because I was wearing just like some fucking crocs that I'm wearing right now. And Nikki Blades and Rick were both wearing some nice J's. One of the comments was like, yo, bro, Nikki Blades and Rick both got that heat on, man. Get get those plastic, ugly things off your feet, right? You are poor. Be quiet. And I said, <laughs> meh. Meh. Because, well, look, not to sound crazy, but yes, for one, I'm a grown-ass man. I have no one to impress. And two... I got money. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to try and impress people. Yeah, what's wrong with a couple of chanclas? Huh? Yeah, and some uh, fucking Crocs, All my right. guy. We don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, that being said, 10 pieces that I feel like for someone who is struggling on how to present themselves in a fashionable way. Because it could really do wonders for for you, right? And I and I feel like for me as a comic, I've never really cared as much. Mm-hmm. And but if I have to, I do it. And I it does make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But when you're a comic and you're kickboxing half the time, you ain't trying to fucking <laughs> you who, sweat. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Right? We're married. Like who who, yeah. who actually cares? Exactly. Okay, so check this out. As a young man, I feel like especially in LA, I feel like this is a big LA thing, right? Get you a nice black t-shirt that fits you well, that fits you nicely, okay? Black t-shirt or a white t-shirt. That, like real plain and simple because out here in L.A., you, and I didn't even know this was an L.A. thing. I just thought I just liked to dress like this, cause, but I posted one time where it was a bunch of us at the club. Um, a lot of the homies were, and including myself, in black t-shirts, a little gold chain. Everyone was like, oh, y'all are so L.A., which only oh. wear, only wearing black and gold out to the club. I was like, oh, is that an L.A. thing? I don't know. Oh. So, uh, just a regular, nicely fitting black t-shirt will do wonders, and also it's like, you can wear it anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Um, black t-shirt one. And plus, a black t-shirt will like, if you got uh, puffy nipples, which I do on occasion, it'll, it'll, it'll squish those nips down, you feel me? <laughs> Perfect. I like to wear a white t-shirt too, but sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, my nips, my nips aren't right for this white t-shirt right now, you know what I'm saying? Okay, black t-shirt. Um, for me personally, <laughs> get you some black jeans too. Black jeans. Black jeans. Can't go wrong with some black jeans. So at this point, Tim is just setting you up to be a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> or a Hot Topic employee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's see. Um, for me, oh man. Now are we talking about black jeans in terms of it being washed black jeans? Or are we talking about... I like... Personally, I like just a straight jet black jeans. I go to Hot Topic and get some fucking black and and all you know. I know I just made that joke, but I go to black. I go to Hot Topic to get some black skinny jeans, and that was like my shit for years. I could wear that with anything. Wear it to a semi casual event. Wear it with like little like you know fucking t shirt and some and some sneakers to a casual event. It was just like came in handy, you know. Um, Two things: black shirt, black jeans. Let's go to shoes. Let's go to shoes. This is a, this is a part where I feel like a lot of young men fail. <sighs> okay, so this gets tricky because it like what is your vibe? You feel me? What is your vibe? I know the youngins love a pair of dirty Air Forces. Um, I don't always feel a hundred percent comfortable rocking like. Because they like to wear dirty fucking Air Forces, I hate bro. Them. I hate it. That's like a, th- a a thing thing. I know, and I hate it. I, look, I don't mind leaving the house in some somewhat dirty Nikes. Like, my go-to Nikes are some um, Air Maxes that are, you know, kind of worn. Um, but these kids wear some dirty fucking Forces, bro. I can't do it. You can't do it. Um, But like, if you want to go dirty, I feel like dirty chucks out here in L.A. will always be like, will get a pass. Like, oh, he's this is, the, you're either a skater or you're, oh, you're fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I like a pair of, you know, um, 
some type of a, a white shoe with a little something on it, like a black check or a little bit of something. Mm. I feel like a little bit of that you can wear. Get those Vans old schools. Oh, some old school Vans classics. They go with everything. Go with any and everything. Casual shit and formal so shit. So one of the things that I feel like a lot of young dudes fuck up on is like, you guys are so into being uh, hype beast sneaker kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest fallacies when you start to dress up is that, and I know, like, David, you never dress up. It's like, I do. I just, <laughs> you just, I don't post a lot on social media. Like, you you can't keep buying statement pieces. Not every every piece of your fucking wardrobe is a statement piece. You look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The only few people that can do that are people who are rich. They look like idiots, but they're billionaires, mm-hmm. right? So, but they look stupid. Yeah. They don't look fucking good. If you're a fucking scrub and a dweeb, the clothes isn't going to change anything, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So don't worry about, you know, lacing yourself up with every fucking statement piece because mm-hmm. people will get that, uh, they'll get those, I don't know, crazy looking kicks that are hella money but it's like that's the only kicks that you have and it doesn't go with anything that you're wearing yeah man it really like i i've i've bought so many extravagant things that i just never wear you know what i'm saying like very expensive shoes that i never wear and i just always kind of go back to either like one pair of like i got a pair of like vape chucks that i wear all the time that are dirty as shit um and this is some nike air maxes that i feel like go with everything um i mean but also i mean it depends on your vibe too because like I don't necessarily like dressing to be flashy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like wearing a, a fit where people are like, are like, Ooh! like I like to just kind of keep it real basic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I'm going out, um, because my personality shines. Oh, you know. I say, man, for the shoe stuff though, some people for you don't have personality. You might need some uh, nice clothes. Well, hey, look, I mean, and that's that's a joke, but it's facts. Um, like we discussed on a previous episode, um, sometimes the best way to start a conversation is kind of wear your personality on your sleeve, no pun intended. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether it's your interests or you want to rock. Or maybe you are a, a, a sneakerhead that wants to be like, yo, let's see who knows about these fucking shoes. You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't have the personality to start a conversation. Someone's going to be like, oh, wow, those shoes are crazy because you're wearing these some fucking outlandish shit. And it's a good conversation starter, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's that as well. I would definitely... Definitely go with the Vans Old School as mm-hmm. a very good starter because it goes with fucking just absolutely everything, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then I would, if I if I wanted to like, you know, we're doing streetwear type of shit, get some good Jordan ones, get some ones. I I look, um, I think that it that goes the same where it's like people that know appreciate. Mm-hmm. I you know I used to have a fashion YouTube channel called Tim's Bakery. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. I would do outfits of the day. I would do fucking like sneaker unboxings. What I, happened to that? Let me tell you what happened. Because because the, the kids that fucked with that channel loved that channel. And it was such an easy channel to get um, sponsorships for, too. Like, Dude, you're such a... You want, look, look, sorry, no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, interrupt, you're a trendsetter, please. bro. Because <laughs> that shit now is hot as shit. I know, I know. It's a really popular... And you did that like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind fucking blown right I now. I did it because kids were always asking me where to go to dress, like how should I dress for this and that, because they liked my clothes. So I did it just for that, because I didn't want to put this shit on my main channel. So I, I started doing these outfits of the day, like, yo, this is where I shop, this is where I buy this. And, and, and like, you know, why I prefer, like, fucking skinny jeans, or I would do, like, oh, these are my shoe collections. And the kids really fucked with it, right? But I tell you why I stopped is that, the comments got really, really annoying. Like, fashion slash sneakerhead, um, the community, like, they're they're great. You know what I'm saying? They're very passionate about what they do. But they but the comments got so fucking annoying that I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Because, like, I, people will be asking me how I dress for this and that. I'd put up a, a outfit of the day. And then all I would get is, like, people telling me, like, Oh, why am I wearing this? My outfit is trash. Like, oh, oh, he got this on with that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh my god, who fuck, who cares, y'all? This is how I dress. You know what I'm saying? So it got very just annoying mm. and like hypercritical. And I was just like, oh, I was like, I don't feel like dealing with these comments. Duh, there are some people who I, I, listen. It's it's weird coming from me, but you know, I own a clothing brand. I'm actually really really into clothing. Like, clothing is one of those things that I really appreciate because it could change how you feel about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It could change the mood. It's just a really fun thing to be in, right? Mm. And like you said, like sometimes we follow trends because it's hot. 
But other times we have our own style, whether it's hot or not, we, we prefer it, we enjoy it, yeah. right? Um, there's a guy, I, I think his name is like Devin on Deck or Dev on Deck, but he does like these outfits of the days. A lot of the shit he wears, I would never fucking wear. Right. But it's his style. And it works really well with him. Like he could he could take a single piece of clothing and deck it out into an outfit and it's his confidence that makes it look really fucking mm. good. Mm-hmm. He understands color palettes, he understands what looks good on him. Mm. Like he said, like one of the things that I really like that he does, he does this part where he goes, This is something that's fashion designer, this is a thousand dollars. Here's six different options that looks just like the same, and mm. I actually prefer it more. Mm. Right? So he doesn't dub stuff he has like dope shit, like where it's like you know, high-end brand stuff, but the other stuff is from Uniqlo, mm-hmm. Zara, yeah. and he'll piece it all together, and he does it based on what he likes and what he enjoys. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, I don't like that fucking outfit, but I like the way it looks on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the hard part. That's even hard for me, where I can't. I have trouble figuring out what my style is sometimes and what mm-hmm. looks good on me because I'm trying to base it off what other people wear. Right, right, right. right. And so that's why those comments kind of get annoying. Like that's trash. But then I know some of those people too. The way they dress, it's like you just do what wear whatever's hot right now mm-hmm. you know whether it looks good on you or not and then some people they try so hard to be different that their outfit's trash but because it's different they think it's fashion <laughs> right right it's right. like you're trying too fucking hard you just don't understand fashion david so maybe i don't tim you all right? don't get it and guess what guess who was writing those negative comments it was me wow <laughs> i had burner accounts have you ever met a hater in real life never not a single one of them will ever show up to my face. Yes, they will. Have I, I ever have. told you my story of meeting my real life hater? <gasps> like legit confronted you? Well, let me tell you what happened, David. So there was a guy year, years and years and years ago. Uh, let's say his name was like um, Grasshopper Ma. Okay. And um, not Aunt Ma, but Grasshopper Ma. Okay. And Amazing suits. That was his, <laughs> that was his online account. This motherfucker was leaving comments on all my YouTube videos, talking shit, leaving an annoying ass comment. Like where it got to the point where if I didn't see a hater comment from Grasshopper Ma, I'd be like, yo, is he okay? Right. <laughs> are, are, are you all right, my guy? So constant negative, negative comments from this dude, right? One day I had a club event and meet and greet in Vancouver, Canada. And I was out there, I was doing the meet and greet. And this dude comes up to me as part of the meet and greet. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? What's up? Let's take a picture, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, I'm Grasshopper Ma. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, man, I'm actually a big fan. I just like talking shit. I was like, oh. I was like, you, oh. I was like, oh. I was like, oh. Okay. What a pussy. I would roast that motherfucker so fucking hard. You well, you listen. I don't know if it's necessarily like I wouldn't say I've ever met somebody who like directly hates me that came up to me, right? Yeah. yeah. Because those people will never do it, right? Because they do it under an- anonymity, because it's that that's what gives them strength. Because mm-hmm. they can't do it in person, right? And I'm not shitting on you. I get it. That's what the internet's for. Like you yeah. talk shit anonymously, and it, that's what you do. That's fine, right, right? Right. The only time that I've ever been like quote unquote confronted was when I was doing a uh, I was doing stand up. And there was this person that was writing blogs about me, how oh. I'm a sexist pig, all this other stuff. And, mm. uh, and I kind of heard about it, but this girl is somebody who attacks everybody. Mm. She's just one of those bitches, right? <laughs> bitches. Wow, You're dude. Sexist. You're sexist. I don't give a fuck. Wow, dude. She's an asshole. <laughs> a fucking asshole, right? And so I was doing this stand-up bit. And then we were talking about, I forgot what it was about, right? But it was like something along the lines of, I was talking about cultural differences or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And this dumb bitch just screams out in the middle of the crowd. She goes, you're a fucking sexist, right? And everybody pauses. And I was like, I was talking about race. I'm a racist, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and I started roasting her for half a fucking hour. Yeah, yeah. And then the, my, I threw out my whole set. Mm. And I was only supposed to be up there for about like 20 minutes. I went for like a half hour and I just kept destroying her on mm. stage. And this is like during the time I was doing a lot of stand-up, so I was sharp as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the where she writes this whole blog saying like this man harassed me. Oh my blah, blah. god! I was like, you came to a stand up show, bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck else was I supposed to do? That's my stage. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever been confronted by a hater. But she up and disappeared. She doesn't even exist anymore. You know, it's funny. A similar thing happened to me. Really? A year like so long ago, I was doing a college show. Right? I do believe it was in Chicago. Uh, I forget exactly where it was. 
And it was an Asian night, of course, and it was me, like Lil Craze, that whole like group of Asian musicians, right? And so I started, it, I was kind of, first of all, I was so young, and second of all, I was, I should have kind of known more about the event. It was a fucking like woman's empowerment I mean, why the fuck would they invite you? Well, it was as a rapper. It was some type of that event, right? So I started doing this like old little like these bars I used to spit all the time, but it starts off with, um, what does it say? And the shit is supposed to be just like dumb, um, like and and honestly, like I think the it's like really old bars I wrote. It's like I never hit a girl. But I choke a slut or some shit like that, right? It's supposed to be like on some sexual shit. Like, you know, you like when girls like being choked or like choke her with your penis or whatever. Or maybe like just on some like, it's so dumb, right? Yeah. Oh, I never hit her, but I choke her like some like ironic shit, right? And I open with that. And I, I do hear like a very like a, a gasp from <gasps> a, little, a, little, a little part of the crowd. And then while I'm kind of rapping another song, I hear someone yelling something from the back but I couldn't hear what she was saying and I was like wait what and and I was like oh whatever apparently she was back there yelling that I was a misogynist and I was like I but I could not hear her and so as I'm performing first Asian boy I see a group of like 10 people get up and leave from the audience only 10 fucking losers (laughs) so the next everybody else was like it's kind of cool everyone else was chilling so the next day I see a fucking Tumblr post about me being a misogynist. How much you want to bet it was probably the same girl? <laughs> I doubt she was at the same schools. What school is it? I forget. Somewhere in them, like, I don't know. I think it was Chicago. I'm not sure. What event was this, though? Because this girl was notorious for going to all these Asian events in, like, the East Coast. Really? Yeah, and she would do this. I don't know. It was a I whole... bet you it was the same person. Possibly. It was a whole Tumblr post about me being a misogynist, and then all these people were tweeting about me the next day. This was my first time being, like, I guess kind of, like, canceled by people. And I just I was like, oh shit! I I was uh, I didn't really even know how to what to make of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, guys, I honestly I didn't even. First of all, I didn't mean it. And first of all, <laughs> the girl liked the choking. It, yeah, it was like it was supposed to be dirty, not sexist, but it was a whole thing. I was like, God, I'm I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I mean, listen, it's just so hard to like avoid scrutiny. You yeah. know. And nobody's fucking perfect, but at the same time, you have to understand what the medium is. This is fucking rap. This is comedy. You know, like things are supposed to be edgy. They're gonna right. be. Able, if you don't want to hear that type of stuff, then why the fuck did you come out? Like this is not. This is not. This is not it. Wow, sounds like you're victim blaming to me, David. So. Oh, you didn't know that I am a victim blamer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm usually the victim, and I blame myself most of the time. Oh man, yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. It was like a crazy little Twitter. So I was getting. I had like ten arguments on Twitter that day with different people from that like group and there was one guy who uh, was was I was arguing with and then who eventually kind of started watching more of my content and was like oh okay I understand what you're doing now because I would say outlandish shit to just kind of um, teach a lesson you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying um, and then he actually DM'd me and was like okay you know what I've seen more of your stuff I get it now right and I couldn't DM him back so I replied to him on Twitter. I was like, hey, man, I appreciate that, blah, blah, blah. And apparently, like, all his fucking people that were in the group with him that hated him were, like, pissed because he, like, extended this olive branch to well, me. Well, because he's, he's, he did his research. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those people are just out for fucking blood, right? I still remember that one time when we were on Ascend Foods. And what happened? Loose. Woman. Oh, loose women. Yes. That was literally the and the funny thing is, okay, so here's a little backstory behind this. I've taught this about my podcast where <laughs> I I used to make this joke, right? And then we still make this joke till this day. Yeah. That Tim always gets, you know, the, the attention and all the girls hit on him, right? Right, right. And it literally the joke is me making fun of myself that I'm unattractive. Right. And so anytime anybody would come up, I would say some outlandish shit. Right. I'm like, oh, look at this guy with his stupid haircut. Right. Look at this guy with his fucking big old dong. Right. Look at this. Look at these loose women just going up to any men. Right. right? And so there was these two girls. They just look like regular girls. <laughs> you know? yeah. So that's the joke. Right. Mm-hmm. They clearly just look like two pretty regular girls. Yeah. Now, mind you, if they were like 
out here with their titties out or whatever. No, they would just look like regular ass Asian girls. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, these loose women love Tim. Yeah. And so one girl tried to make it a point to uh, put it as this thing of where I am like this misogynist, you know, where I'm talking down to women. And it's like, and it was her and a group of friends. And here's the annoying thing. There was like four or five guys that are close friends with them. They're yeah. like, women, do you support men like this? It's like, <laughs> bro. So I remember when that happened. Um, and, you know, now I, it taught me a lesson. Like now, you know, I always like if we make jokes about people for the most part, I'll be like, hey, are you good with being on camera? Are you good? Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we filmed that episode. The episode went up and I was on a plane. I was literally about to take off when I was getting all these DMs that were like, Yo, um, you know, why are you doing this? Like, what, what, what did this? What did these girls do to you? This is very sexist. This is misogynist. Whatever. I was like, what the? What's happening? Right. And this was during the height of like the Me Too movement. It was so everything was super heightened. <laughs> yeah. So this girl, uh, the main one that was pissed, she was like, "Yo, um, idiot." She was very angry. And then the other one in the video actually was like. Hey, like, I actually thought it was funny. I just, you know, like, you know, my friend's pretty pissed about it, whatever. And I was like, oh, well, all right, well, shit. So I took the video down, re-edited it, took that part out, right? Um, and then what's funny is, so the one that was nice to me, Catherine, who I'm super cool with now, uh, Catherine, I was like, hey, um, look, to make it up to y'all, like, let me let me just, let's go get some food, let something out. Like, You're I'm, so much nicer than me. Because I was like, I'm, you know, hey, I didn't I didn't mean for that to, to happen that way, right? And the other one who was fucking just going in on me in my DMs was like insulted that I offered Catherine food and didn't offer her food. I'm like, hey, you're being really aggressive right now? <laughs> How would it look if I'm like, do you want some food? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It would be insulted. Yeah, I was like, yeah, exactly. So I just, I told, because I guess Catherine was like, hey, Tim said he'd take us out to food to make it up to us. And I'm like, bruh. So like, what's what's funny as shit is Catherine and that girl aren't even friends anymore. You know what I'm saying? And see, this is my point, right? <laughs> like, Look at all this background stuff that nobody knows about. This shows to show the character of this human being. It wasn't it wasn't about the misogyny or, or or whatever, right? She was just she just wanted to be famous for just about fucking anything. Or maybe she was offended, dude. You ever think of that, dude? Or she could fucking suck my dick. Wow. How about that? Wow. David So is a misogynist and he never even went to massage school. How about that? We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back because I'm gonna tell this guy exactly what's wrong with him, okay? Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
The one thing I did take responsibility for. Right was, back in. Let's go. It was it was a conversation I had with my mom. And I told my mom about the situation because I wanted to get her perspective. She's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, I think these girls are dumb, mm-hmm. right? She not not your other one that was really cool about it. Yeah. She goes, her she obviously has bad motives because most people understand that this is clearly a joke about you being, you know, un, un, unattractive. It has nothing to do with them. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, but if they weren't, they didn't know they were part of a joke, then you should have, then you were wrong. You should apologize. Ah. And so that's what I apologize for. Yes, yes, yes. I did not apologize for the joke for per the se. actual joke. Yeah. I apologize the fact that they were not uh, included in the fact that it was a joke. Right. That's the thing. Right. And that's all I apologize for. I'm not going to apologize for the fucking joke because the joke was making fun of me. But because you're dumb and you don't understand it, that's my fault for not explaining it to you. I think that's the thing, right? And and that's the thing with a lot. Like the, it was the same shit with my like. Um, I apologized to her for that too. By the way, I actually DM'd her and I was like, "Hey, I talked to my mother about this. She's a woman, and she told me that the the problem is that you weren't in on the joke, yeah. and that's where I fucked up. I apologize for that, and but like, I don't apologize for the joke. She's whatever cunt rag. Is that no, and she said? was still upset about it, which is fine, <laughs> dumb yeah. bitch. Hey, she can react however she wants to react. Uh, true, and I think that's a thing. That's a thing. It's like. We do a lot of ridiculous jokes that are obviously ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like my bars about the I never hit a chick, but I choke a slut shit. It was like it was like supposed to be silly, silly, silly wordplay, right? It's like that sounds like that's ironic, you know what I'm saying? And with your shit, you're like, oh, these loose women who I obviously just met, never hooked up with. It's like so ridiculous. We're it's not, like so ridiculous. Obviously, not, it's not true. We're not actually attacking these specific yeah. people, but a lot of people don't understand that. They yeah. don't know how to handle that. Um, and also, would you like some fruit from the Mexican fruit cart? Yes. And I guarantee <laughs> the people that were DM you were her personal friends because she, oh, was, she yeah. was telling all her personal friends to go ahead and attack. And the funny thing is, like, I posted this video and I doubled down on it and it got taken down. And one the guy friend that was like, hey, misogynist, why'd you take the video down? I'm so proud of it. I didn't take it down. You guys reported it, you idiot. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I would have kept that shit up forever. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. So I went to the Mexican fruit cart by my house. I love this. Um, and I got a whole bunch of, if y'all don't know, uh, one time Amber Rose posted that she was getting some fruit from the Mexican fruit cart and someone was like, why she got seasoning on her fruit? <laughs> oh my God. But it's the fruit that cart. Oh, you don't get the uh, chamoy. I don't get chamoy. Um, so I just, I don't feel like, uh, I don't like doing the stickiness. Um, I just keep it tahine and lime. This is very delicious. Yeah, so we got, you know what I'm saying, if y'all don't know, in L.A. and probably like probably other cities, I'm not sure who else does it, but in California, you can find a little uh, rainbow-colored umbrella on the corner, and there's a little, a little Mexican man or woman selling delicious fruit with tahini and lime. You can get that chamoy on there. We got some watermelon. Instead. Pineapple. Coconut. Um... Mango, mm. fucking delicious. I'll tell you this though. One of the reasons why I disliked what she did so much <laughs> was because that during this time there was a lot of women going through some real shit. Mm. You know, the whole Me Too thing. It was like legit real. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there was a lot of people at the time trying to take advantage of this situation to highlight themselves and make them look like heroes <laughs> versus really addressing a problem that was in entertainment industry mm-hmm. was fucking annoying. I was like, you are an opportunist asshole. That's why I disliked her the most. It's like, come on. David, she was hurt. Okay? It was, hey, you know what else would hurt too? What? If I kicked her in her nuts. Wow. Get it past your thick, misogynist, stupid skull. She, her feelings were hurt. And I recognize that. But also, she is a terrible human being. <laughs> All right? A terrible, terrible, terrible person that would take a really serious thing that's going on and use it to her advantage to make her look better. Wow. Well, <clears throat> Catherine is super cool. She is. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's an attractive girl for sure. The asshole is actually really pretty too. Yeah. They're both very pretty. Yeah. And not loose at all. Yeah. I don't know that from experience. Yeah. And uh, I wonder why they're not friends anymore. Huh. 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 Interesting, right? Hmm. I guess who's toxic now? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I got in line for this fruit... Bitch, go ahead. A white woman was in front of me with a little pretty little white son, little blonde-haired, blue-eyes baby. And in my head, I was like, what she know about the Mexican fruit, right? 
And as a, as and at, at, like a stereotype that she was, she ordered the fruit and was like, w- "Without the without the spices, please." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and just got straight up fruit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Yeah, I giggled inside, dude. Did I ever tell you this? Though? I told it on my podcast years mm-hmm. ago, but this was during pandemic. So I was walking around South Pasadena. And if you guys know, there's a chain, a Mexican chain that's a bakery slash coffee spot. There's a little breakfast here and there called La Monarca. Okay. La Monarca is there's a spot out in South Pasadena. Now, this is during the heat of pandemic where people are very concerned about COVID. Nobody knew anything about it. Everybody thought they were going to die from it. Mm-hmm. So we go into La Monarca. And there's this cute little boy and a mom, hot ass mom, by the way, the fattest of asses. And to be honest with you, I actually walked in there because I was following her because of her ass and I wanted coffee. So I was like, why not kill two birds with and one stone? And she was a white? Mexicana. Okay. So her son is looking around these pastries, looking for pastries or whatever. And there's a lady with a baby cart, right? And she's walking in. Mm-hmm. She looks at the kid, looks at the mom, and she goes, excuse me, how about you control your child? It's COVID. Can you get him away from me? Something like that, mm. right? Um, something and she al- was a white. She was a white. Okay. And it was crazy, right? She was, like, saying all this other stuff, and then she ends up calling her a bitch, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so me and Khalifa are there, and we're like, yo, yo, hey. Watch your mouth. Like, there's the kids right there. You can't just be calling this lady like a B word in front of her kid. Yeah. And she goes, why don't you just mind your own business? Blah, 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 blah. And so these people uh, at um, La Monarca are there. And they're like, ma'am, you need to relax. You cannot talk to our customers that way, mm-hmm. right? And then she goes, you know what? This is." Ha-. And then I looked at her. I was like, hey, like this situation is getting out of hand. And you're making people uncomfortable. Just relax. Calm down. And she goes, "She goes, well, he goes, you people. And and." She says, you people to me, right? <laughs> I've never been called you people before, <laughs> and I felt so empowered. Because <laughs> I've always wanted to say you people back, right? <laughs> and she goes, you people. I went, you people? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, it felt so satisfying. And the lady behind the counter, she was like, you can't talk to him that way. That is racist. Right. And she goes, that is not what I meant. And she's like arguing, right? Yeah. And she goes, you know what? We don't like it. And then she goes, she goes, excuse me, ma'am. I need you to leave, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, I am not racist, right? She goes, she goes, I. So the, the girl behind the counter who is white, mm-hmm. right? Or so I thought. Mm. Because she goes, she goes, I am not, she goes, I am not racist. She goes, I'm Mexican. I was shocked that the, the racist lady was Mexican, right? I was like, oh, she's oh. not white. And the girl behind the counter who I thought white, she goes, I'm Mexican too. They start yelling at each other in Spanish. Oh shit. So everybody was like, oh, oh, oh. We were all shocked. Wow. These two hueras are fucking. Chicanas. Damn. And they started yelling at each other in Spanish. Oh, shit. It was fucking crazy, dude. Wow. And then you started speaking perfect Spanish. <laughs> and then I came out. I was like, hijo de la chingada. <laughs> and I started speaking Spanish. <laughs> and I just screamed, I too am Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Doc. You fucking take off your pants. You have uh, Mexican flag Speedos on. <laughs> I just took, I ripped it off. <laughs> <laughs> viva, viva la Mexico! <laughs> and so here's another twist. Yeah. So right, she's, she goes, "You people are crazy," and I'm like, "Damn! Like this lady must be overprotective of her child." I look into her baby cart; it was a chihuahua. <laughs> it was a chihuahua. Oh shit! Yo, if you if you doubted that she was Mexican, yeah. she had the fucking most Mexican ass dog in there. And she walked out with a churro in her mouth. And then and then you opened the, the you took the blanket off and the Joao went, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> no, that was the most wild situation. I was so glad Khalif I, I wrote a sketch on it without having to change anything because it was just real life. That's amazing. It was the weirdest situation I've ever been in. Wow. I I missed that mom with the fat ass. You didn't even get her number. No, she was so hot. Wow, I tell you, I love a MILF with a big old MILFY, but it's the best. I would be the father of that child right now. All right, well, we're going to jack each other off, and we'll be right back.
David, so I went into my pantry and I saw a bag full of exotic snacks that I never opened up. <laughs> Would you like to try some? No, but let's bring it out. They might be expired. Okay. But are you a man or are you a bitch? I am both. Pop that pussy for a real one real quick because <laughs> I got some snacks for you, dog. Mandem. Okay, so uh, this company sent me a bunch of snacks a long time ago. First of all, oh, look at this. We got, oh, uh, mango and cream Tim Tams. First of all, Tim Tams, very, 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 very sweet. Uh, they're very good, but that looks fucking fantastic. Uh, we love it at Tim Tams. We love it the Australians. Shout out to Australia, Australia cunt. Uh, how you going? Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. Uh, oh, God. They're... Oh, okay. No, they're good. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> it felt squishy at first yeah. for some reason. Mango and cream Tim Tams. Ooh, Are you ready? Smells, this smells like a good candle. It does. Uh, oh, yeah. Ready? Cheers. Mmm. Wow. That's really good. I don't know how to feel about this. You're not feeling it yet? A little bit of crayon. <laughs> a little bit of fresh cut garden hose. <laughs> you know what? I like it. It's a little sweet. Um, Mango, sometimes aftertaste kind of reminds me of durian, so it kind of throws my tongue off. It's interesting. But I enjoy this. Will okay. I be having another one? No. It's interesting. Scale of one to ten, go. Six. Six. I will give it an eight. That's not bad. Not bad. All right, let's see what else we got here. Pringles Ramen. We can't have that right now. What the fuck? But, uh, yeah, Pringles Ramen from Japan, it looks like. See, that's a good TikTok video. It is. Oh, yeah, I should save these. Yeah, save that for TikTok. All right. Here we go. What do we have here? We have what seems to be super thin Oreos with a lemon meringue pie. I want to try that. I love Oreos. Let's do it right now. Los Oreos. Los Oreos. Uh, Oreos been coming with some crazy-ass flavors. Oreos always, they always do the best when it comes to flavors. Have you had their, oh, dog, what was so fire? They, they had like a... Uh, um, a pumpkin. It was like a Halloween pumpkin something cheese uh, Oreo. It was so good. Oh. So Did you have the strawberry good. shortcake? No. Fucking amazing. Remember those strawberry shortcake ice creams? Oh, you're talking about the good humor ones? Yeah. Were they good humor? Yes. Yeah, I did. The best. Yeah, I did. Here you go. So I can't read oh. Japanese, but I think it's I, looking I like can. a lemon meringue pie. I can. You can? Lemon <laughs> amore. <laughs> number <laughs> one. Cheers. Tastes a little old. It definitely tastes old. I was just gonna say it would probably taste better if they weren't old. I mean, this is good, but it tastes old now. I like a little bit of sourness in there. Scale of one to ten. Go. I feel it's fresh. Yeah, seven. No, no, no. But right now. Oh, five. Yeah, same. <laughs> I would dare even say four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We going in today, y'all. Exotic snacks from all over Japan. ASMR to the max. You're in a thundercloud. Okay. Oh, what do we have here? Oh, Hershey's Pink Lemonade. Oh, how interessante. In Japan, we always mix a flavor <laughs> that you never experience. We like uh, sour with a chocolate. Sometimes a white chocolate. All right, here you go. Here's a little, there's a little piece for you there. This is pink lemonade chocolate. Wow, it smells like a Starburst, which is weird because it's chocolate. Wow, sure the fuck does. All right. I like it. 
I like this. This might be my favorite one of the bunch. Ice cream. It, it tastes like... It tastes like a fruit-flavored ice cream. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. You know, it's that white chocolate. I give it... If the sweetness was toned... I give it a seven. Hmm. I give this a... Hmm. Mm. Nine. Whoa. I really like this. You give it a nine? Well, I give the Tim Tams an eight, so I gotta give this... Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. ASMR ruffled to the bag in Japan. Here we go. Let's get some savory in the mix. Cheetos Electric. Uh, I don't know what country this is from. It says Tatli Asi Bibir Aromali. Uh, I don't know. Cheetos Electric, dude. I've never seen the flattest bag of Cheetos I've ever seen in These my life. These are probably going to taste so bad because it's this very old bag. It looks like it was barely sealed. Ooh. That smells old. I don't know if I even want to take one. <laughs> this smells like if you guys ever boxed anything and the tape, the glue of the tape. Oh my god! We're gonna have to try one. We have to now. Oh man! Holy shit, dude! I think we're gonna get sick. Nibble. Yep. Oh no, that's really good. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is tasty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like a Funyun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's 10 out of 10. I get a 9.5. That's really good. Oh, but then you got that old aftertaste. Ah. Yeah, that's a, that's a 10 for me. Oh, really? Uh, okay, let's see. Skittles. I don't know what the flavor is. Is this... Can you read this? Oh, easy. Dude. Is that Korean? No, this is uh, Japanese. <laughs> It says, uh, Skidus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read kanji. I can read katakana and hiragana. It's all in kanji. You're just saying, you're making up stuff, dude. Sounds like Japanese, doesn't it? <laughs> and what does Korean sound like to you? Imitate it. Uh... That's what it sounds like to me, too. <laughs> 100%. If I was to imitate Korean, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of chongrega and kongrega. It's pretty good. What is this? Oh, this is. Look, listen, I love the color palette of these Skittles. I think they're all just faded, dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Mm. oh, what is that? Oh, oh, that's good. Lychee? Yeah, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> it's kind of um floral almost. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite bags of skills I've ever had. Oh, these are a ten for me. Yeah, those chips go back to a nine. This is a ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. It's not a word at all. <laughs> oh, good. How about Ty? What does Ty sound like to you? Huh? <laughs> I'm Lady Boy. Krakam <laughs> Kampung. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds like a scooter driving by. Bro, this is one time my mom went to go visit my boy PD Flo at his office because I was there chilling. And um, there's a Thai word that means like basically like knickknacks, like little like whatever. And it's a kachuk kachik. And my mom was going through Peter's office. She's like, she's like, yeah, little. Kachukachik everywhere. She said in Thai, right? And it's the only word Peter heard. He was like, he's like, what the fuck is kachukachik, dude? And I'm like, it just means like you have little like random knickknacks. He's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, but now it's the only Thai thing he remembers. So he's like, hey, tell your mom I said kachukachik, huh? Tell her I said kachukachik. Kachukachik. All right, what do we have here? Oh my God, I feel a little sick. <laughs> I know, we're eating so many sweet things okay. right now. <laughs> okay. This is called uh, my pote. 
My oh my pote potato chips. My potato chips. And the flavor is just Himalayan pink salt. So oh. they should just taste like regular salted chips. My pote. My pote. <laughs> Rick sent me this uh Instagram advertisement for this tool company, like mm-hmm. just a bunch of tools. But the company is H O T O to Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, they don't know Spanish <laughs> at all, dude. God, these hotos delicious. <laughs> Tools. God. Well, I definitely can't open that. I hate it when chips make you look like a punk bitch. <laughs> I know punk bitch. Oh, oh. a little oh, gassy, are we? A little queef. I didn't expect that. Oh. Kachukachik, okay. Kachukachik. Here you go. Kachukachik. I'm using it all the time. Kachukachik. I'm sick and tired of you kids not picking up your stuff, but the kachukachik all over the place. <laughs> Good chip. Yeah, it's just like a salt salt chip. It's whatevs. All right. Wow. Oh, this is interesting. These look very old. Um, nah, these are kind of sweaty. I don't even want to eat these. All right, forget that one. What in the fuck is that? These are Sour Patch Cola. Oh, they just probably ah, just cola candy. Yeah. I don't even know. Whatever. Um, what do we have here, guys? Uh, this is, oh man, this would be good if it was like. <laughs> that sounds kind of Thai. It's, I watch a lot of Muay Thai videos and that's what they sound like to me. <laughs> oh, this is opened already. I must have tried this already, so we won't have this. Very... I want to try one. It's watermelon. Watermelon looks like a Pocky stick. Listen, I love Pocky. They do great flavors. All right, well, this is a old Pocky watermelon stick. Here you go. Oh, yeah, that's all I need. Old, but... Oh, the flavor disappeared a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 All right, I don't know what this is. We'll leave that alone. Um, let's do one more here. No, I think that's good. What is the craziest thing you've tried... Overseas, where you're like, yo, why don't they make this in the good old US of A? It's usually always like Asian snacks. Yeah. Asian snacks, they just, they're not scared to try new things and mm-hmm. they always do the salty sweet play, which is always fucking delicious. What's your favorite flavor of Kit Kat? That's hard to say, man. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this like, I think it was, there was like a shiso flavor. It was like a, the Japanese sour plum. Mm. That shit, fire. Bomb. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, Kit Kat. It was the packaging was yellow. It was a passion fruit, man. Uh, <gasps> passion fruit. That Kit one's Kat. hella good too. Ooh, that shit blew my mind, bro. That How do you sh- say delicious in Thai? Um, so just like tasty is like aloy, aloy, aloy. If you want to do it like correctly, correctly is aroy. That is hard. A little roll, a little r. Aroy, aroy. Yes. If you want to say like super good, delicious, like. Which means like very, very tasty. See, my imitation of Thai was very spot It was on, on point. <laughs> if, you, if my mom ever like cooks you something and she asks you if it's good, she'll go, that means is it good? And you say, Oh. Say the thing your mom would ask. Oh, wow. It just sounds like you just had a seizure. <laughs> I'm choking on my tongue. It's, Thai is fucking hard to imitate. It's fucking hard. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it is because it kind of sounds like shit, but then it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And there's like some very specific tongue noises you got to do. Then I trip out when I go on YouTube and I see white people speaking Thai. It's like, how did you do that? I trip out too. They're never really like amazing but they're good enough where it's like really impressive you know what i'm saying because it's it's a difficult language like i don't know if just because of the very subtle inflections and things you got to do to say it right right the hard thing is like you'll see on youtube um i love watching polyglots and then i found out through a, a legitimate polyglot they're like oh these guys aren't polyglots they're just using certain phrases to make it sound like they know the language what's a polyglot uh it's i, I believe it's when you know four or five languages like fluently Aye. yeah so they'll know like two or three languages fluently but the other ones they just know the right things to say to make it sound like you know what the oh, language is oh interesting and then um he was like go f- listen to a polyglot speak your language that you know very well see how well do you think they do and so I saw the polyglot, he goes, I speak Korean. He was speaking Korean. I was like, no, you don't speak Korean at all. Mm. Like, you just know choice phrases. And the act, it's terrible. Really? But I don't know that when I'm hearing somebody else's of language because I've never course. heard it. 
You know what's crazy, dog, is I've been very uh, recently like obsessed with watching. There's like a, a a series of videos of a guy who's a language expert, and he will dissect different actors' accents in movies. Oh. Like he'll be like, oh, okay, so uh, what this person did with their with their tongue, they're trying to do the uh, Birmingham, Alabama accent, where you do more of a y'all draw. And what's that called is where you put the tongue against the back of the roof of your mouth. It's called a shamanism or some shit like so he has all like the technical terms for the shit and like he dissects these accents and he'll say like oh Tom Cruise's British accent was like had its moments here but it was terrible here and like he breaks it all down and so fucking interesting dog and um they'll also do shit where I want uh, him to analyze our French videos oh my god <laughs> I'm sure there's things in there which are very accurate bell apps Perhaps and things that are all just caca, caca. But the parts are très magnifique. <laughs> très bon. Uh, and there was another thing I was watching where it was a language expert, one of the guys who, or the main guy that was in charge of inventing uh, Valyrian for Game of Thrones. And like oh. Dothraki and Valyrian and making up languages. But the way he would talk about the shit, he would talk about them shits like they were real. Like he'd be like, okay, so in this particular scene, Amelia Clark actually pronounces a word wrong. But the way she says it is kind of a happy accident because in the old style of Valyrian, they used to flip those consonants. Why or does whatever. he know this? Because he made it all up. <laughs> Oh, because he created it. He created it. Wow. Yeah. So he's like breaking it down. He's like, actually, what she was supposed to say here was dragaglis, but what she says is draglabis. So she flips the blah and the blah. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, it's very reflective of high Valyrian, which what she learned, but you know, she's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. (laughs) Jambakotan. That's, it's, you know, I always wondered too. That's actually something that uh, you actually fulfilled the curiosity of mine, where I wondered if these languages that they created on the show were actual languages. No, so what they'll do is, well, with Valyrian specifically, is they'll kind of like, they'll take certain aspects of, you know, maybe geography or maybe whatever, and they'll base it off other languages. So they'll say like Valyrian kind of sounds like Latin, it kind of sounds like whatever, and but then they'll they'll make it its own shit, you know what I'm saying? Where people that really analyze and break that shit down, they'll be able to kind of um, like look at even certain words because, you know, they also have to make up text for it. You know what I'm saying? So like the guy I watch, I watch a guy that breaks down all the Game of Thrones episodes and and he'll be like, oh, okay, so just judging from these like signs I saw in the background, it looks like it's trying to say this, you know, just and this is just based off all the seasons he's watched, you know? That's crazy, dude. Isn't that wild? Because they do that with Star Wars or Star Trek. Star Trek with um, uh, Klingon. Uh, Klingon, yeah. And they have, it's uh, apparently you can learn it as a full language. Oh yeah, bro. There are people that know how to speak Klingon. Isn't that cool? Blatak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to do that. Learn how to speak Thai. You learn how to speak Klingon before you speak Thai. <laughs> <laughs> if I learned how to speak Thai, that would be amazing. One time, one time I was in my, uh, I was in high school, and this sit is it sticks out in my mind because it was so funny, and I was singing a Sean Paul song, and I was like, I did something like, uh, now you don't want to know what people say. I did something like Komokosadin and some shit like that. He was and the guy and the guy in my little math group, he wasn't a Sean Paul fan, but he's like, what the fuck? He was like, were you just speaking Ewok? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that sounded like you're. In Ewok. <laughs> Ewok was an obscure reference to. I mean, if he you was don't... calling you short and you let him roast you. Wow, dude. Yeah, I just changed your memory. I remember specifically one time also in that same math class, uh, there was a girl who I wanted to take my virginity. And I looked over and I was like, yo, you should. T-. And we we're like whispering because it was like math, like time to do work. I was like, you should take my virginity. And she was like, what? I was like, take my virginity. She was like, your fortune? I was like, my virginity. She was like, oh, maybe. And so I said that to her. And this was kind of a hot girl in our school. And the guy that uh, said I sounded like an Ewok, I remember specifically because he was like, he was at the table with me and he was like behind his book, 
like as I was whispering to her, and he went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> you know that reminds me of of like you remember that that seventy show um, when uh, he f- Eric found or Donna found panties in Eric's car. Mm. And then <laughs> she was like, I bet you were fucking that slut or whatever, whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I wasn't. And then Donna's mom comes in. She goes, Donna, those are my, that's my underwear. Mm-hmm. And then fucking <laughs> Kelso just goes, Eric, you are a god. <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments of that show. That shit cracked me up. Um, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I'm just kidding. I'm just piece kidding. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, stay tuned for me and David's show, that 2020s show, uh, coming real soon to a, a theater near you. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Motherfucking Foods. Make sure you support your local um, Mexican fruit cart man and your elotero man and uh, autumn and your palatero man. Autumn dudes selling shit on the street. Every eros. All the eros. Um, I'm Tim Chant the Wrong Suit. And I'm David So, and we forgot to tell you the other seven parts of your wardrobe. <laughs> See, I couldn't time. think of anything else. Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth watering cheeseburger, but guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it.